Do you have a long-term plan for your business? Do you know what comes next? Do you have a business that you can plan on or sell? Or do you not really have a business at all? Well, there's a way to find out. You need to be more McDonald's. Welcome aboard, folks, to the Annoyingly Optimistic Show, the go-to destination for the savviest entrepreneurs and business owners who crave a heady concoction of knowledge, inspiration, and a sprinkling of humour. I'm your host, Paul Inskip, here to accompany you on this exhilarating journey through the world of business. Together, we'll venture into the fascinating realm of ideas, unravel the mysteries of success, and equip you with hands-on strategies to worry less, make more, and be brilliant. I'd love to hear from you, so please reach out, comment, or message me to share how you've been helped, inspired, or simply got a fresh outlook. Let's embark on this annoyingly optimistic adventure together. And remember, worry less, make more, and be brilliant. Now, would you like fries with your success? It's the combo meal every budding entrepreneur didn't know they needed. Now, imagine your business is a fast food joint. Are you tirelessly flipping burgers behind the counter? Are you mopping the floors till you can see your own reflection? If so, you might just be the chef, the waiter, the dishwasher, all of the above. Well, kudos for the multitasking, but let's face it, you didn't open up a restaurant to spend your days binging on leftover fries. Now, don't be a small fry operation. Take a lesson from McWisdom and get your nuggets, not the chicken, of knowledge on creating a blueprint that's so delicious that even the hamburglar couldn't steal it. You've got to be old enough for that reference. Now, allow me to be clear. I'm not saying that McDonald's has got an amazingly delectable, wonderful menu. But the sight of the ever-present queue at my neighbourhood, Mickey D's, irrespective of the hour, never fails to drop my jaw. Now, allow me to be clear. This isn't meant to be a throw roses on the health prowess of the McDonald's menu. But the sight of an ever-present queue at my neighbourhood Mickey D's, irrespective of the hour, never fails to surprise me. The singular exception being one elusive moment in the past half decade. Now, I'm one of the seasoned pros who witnessed the internet evolve from a fumbling toddler to the global overlord that it is today. And there was a time that I was tasked with fabricating animated videos for a well-known supermarket chain's in-store screen promotions. The mission was thrilling, albeit quite hilarious in hindsight. My Sundays would be spent in anticipation of the latest charts for books, music, and DVDs. Upon arrival, the drill involved painstakingly downloading the related artwork and getting the information together at a snail's pace, and then recreating it from scratch if necessary and putting this all together on these animated displays. The catch? The entire operation would gobble up approximately 12 hours, and I couldn't get started until 2pm on Sunday. The cherry on top of this chaotic cake was these files had to be spirited away to a location 300 miles from where I was by dawn the next day. Now, it sounds easy in today's fast-paced world, but back then, not so easy. Night after night... My two trusty assistants and I would hunch over our desks, racing against the ticking clock to bring these animations to life. Come 2am, 
or an outrageous 5am on particular bad weeks, I'd usher a taxi onto the scene. The driver would be handed the master DVDs, he was gave them two, and entrusted with the formidable task of completing the 300-mile marathon, ensuring the files reach their destination in time for countrywide distribution. Now, in retrospect, it seemed like a whirlwind of madness, but we operated on a smooth, almost poetic system, a well-documented symphony of chaos. The whole caboodle had to be meticulously on-brand, week after week, ensuring the text and artwork were just right. The margin for error was non-existent, and as once those discs left my grasp, there was no turning back. A single blunder in this cutthroat race could spell the end of our lucrative contract. Now fast forward to the present day, and such tasks have been considerably streamlined. But back then, though, we were on the vanguard of digital artistry, an adrenaline-charged era. However, amidst the excitement, we did have a rather notorious nemesis, a villain sporting the guise of a Big Mac and a side of fries. I found myself ensnared in the most deliciously ironic trap. Freedom was merely a word for others to savour. Weekends were now alien concepts, and deadlines had me chained, never venturing off the beaten path. In essence, I had inadvertently fashioned a gilded cage and crowned myself as the inmate. Sure, the job was a riot, but it was still just that, a job. Misstep or absence of my part, and the machinery would grind to a halt. My assistants were able hands, but without the puppet master, the show simply couldn't go on. It was a moment of bone-chilling revelation. Amid all the giddy delight and boasting, I was masterfully crafting not a business empire, but an elaborate, shaky job. In the end, the supermarket decided to bring my role in-house, the seven-months-crafted arsenal of unique skills, my erstwhile pride and joy, were unceremoniously stowed away, never to be seen or used again. It wasn't an indictment of my competence, but a stark reminder of the transient nature of my job. Rather than a pivotal asset to the core business, I had inadvertently become the embodiment of a temporary job description. So you might be wondering, how does McDonald's slither its way into my narrative? Picture this. You stroll into a McDonald's, a site so familiar it's practically your second home, and you probably found comfort in more than one or two perhaps even half a dozen or more. No matter which one you saunter into, there's this comforting predictability. The menu, the ordering protocol, the taste of the food, the knowledge that you can snag a Big Mac at 3am anywhere in the world. From a business vantage point, this is, and forgive my friends, downright mind-boggling. Mention Big Mac or Quarter Pounder and you're instantly swarmed by sensory memories, irrespective of your geographic location. That's not sorcery, but the result of countless layers of finely honed business systems executed to the T every single day. It's no wonder that McDonald's is lauded for its business training and its ladder of opportunities. An old school friend of mine took a detour from the traditional collegiate path and donned the Golden Arches uniform. While many invariably scoffed, he ascended the ranks like a pro leading numerous high-profile store openings and eventually getting poached by other companies, desperate for his skills and experience. Today, he basks in the limelight as a successful CEO of a thriving cafe and restaurant chain, a journey that catapulted him across the globe, all thanks to his humble beginnings 
at McDonald's. Now, a significant catalyst that nudged me to look more closely at McDonald's was a gem from my ever-expanding recommended book list. It's a must-read titled The E-Myth, penned by Michael E. Gerber. This book is so relatable, it's eerie, leading you to question, has he been spying on me? That uncanny vibe is what gives it an extra punch. Gerber delves deep into the three types of personalities essential to any business. He also extensively discusses the journey of companies like McDonald's and how they've achieved colossal growth. The systematic and structural business model of McDonald's is lauded as one of the most formidable in the world. I highly recommend giving it a read when you can. You'll find a link in the show description. So how do we infuse that sizzling McDonald's, would you like to supersize that, zest into the bloodstream of your business? How can you gulp down this nugget of wisdom and have your enterprise grow faster than a sprout on steroids? Let's chew on the distinction between job and a business. When solo entrepreneurs launch their business, it's often driven by a flaming passion, the dream of being captain of your own ship, the allure of not having someone breathing down your neck and umpteen other adrenaline-pumping perks. But let's douse ourselves with a splash of reality juice, shall we? Most folks are just masterminding an elaborate job scheme. They don't really yearn for the nitty-gritty of running a business. They just want a queue of customers begging to toss money at them. Now, don't clutch your pearls just yet. There's no shame in that. It's peachy, but recognizing it is crucial. I was on a call with a client who is on the brink of popping the champagne for their business's 25th anniversary. We were brainstorming strategies to make the most of this momentous occasion. The conversation wandered into the labyrinth of the next decade and beyond. I felt the weight of an imminent truth, and like a doctor about to deliver news of terminal disease, I knew I had to utter a bitter pill. After a moment, pregnant pause with suspense, I blurted, you realize you don't actually have a business. Picture a souffle rapidly deflating. There was silence. Once the aftershock simmered down, we dove into the marrow of my bold proclamation. It was simple. If the business owner took a leisurely month off, the cash register would gather cobwebs. Bingo. That's a job. A business is a well-oiled machine that chugs along irrespective of the owner's overseeing presence. Now, I'm happy to say fast forward, and the client is now gingerly treading the path of cultivating a bona fide business. Now, this debate can be a twisted pretzel, so let's break it down. Having a job is fantastic, provided there's a pot of gold waiting for you at the end of that rainbow. If you can retreat into glorious retirement, then kudos. But if like many solo entrepreneurs, you find yourself on an eternal treadmill with no finish line in sight, it's time to have a rethink. You see, in the business buffet, you have three, I would say delectable, but they're not all delectable options. One, abandon ship and find another job. Notice the another job. Drop the mic because you're swimming in riches and you never need to lift a finger again. Or sell your business empire you've built and retire into the sunset. Now, most entrepreneurs would rather wrestle a bear than opt for choice one. 
Number two is the forbidden fruit we salivate over, and three sounds like a solid gold plan. But here's the clincher. Without a blueprint, you're stuck with door number one. Now, channeling your inner McDonald's is about constructing the fortress of systems and foresight that ensures choices two or three are not just pipe dreams, but reachable stars. So how do we dodge the bullet of signing up for another job and climbing the ladder of success? by being more McDonald's. Now, if you're already mulling over this question while lending me your ears, then pat yourself on the back. You're already 80% there. A staggering number of enterprises never acknowledge this conundrum and default to a disillusioned option one. Having options two and three in your sights means that you can, if you wish, pull on your business commander hat and institute changes. Now, the strategy remains consistent, whether your end game is to stack up a mountain of cash or to sell your business for a hefty sum. It revolves around a mental shift from a job to a business. In a job, you're caught in the whirlpool of busy work. You clock in, do your drill and clock out. As a business owner, your first assignment is to blueprint your entire business empire, every strategy, process, procedure and more. Now, I can hear your yawns from here. Hopefully, it's not at the podcast. Yes, it can be mind-numbing and laborious. But if you can't whip your business into a systemized machine, grasp it to a degree that you could hand it over with a manual to someone who could navigate it without you, then selling it remains a far-fetched dream. Also, it implies your business engine isn't firing on all cylinders. Systemizing, simplifying, and dissecting every element of your business till we can comprehend, elucidate, and transfer the wisdom to anyone implies we're not exploiting our expertise to their money-making potential. Increased efficiency, profitability, growth, and potential revenue sprout from these roots. Whenever I collaborate with a business, my immediate target is to increase their profit by 10%. Why? Well, because it's the low-hanging fruit and provides us a sturdy platform to move forward from. Each one of you is equipped and ready to achieve this. But picture this, how much would an extra 10% profit mean to you? Or to paint a more tantalizing image, how would it feel to have an additional 10% of your earnings lining your personal pockets instead of being guzzled by the business? While this sounds daunting, a profound understanding of your business, a thorough comprehension of how the cogs mesh together and a relentless application of the 80-20 rule, coupled with meticulous documentation and definitions of the structures, are surprisingly achievable. Sure, it may feel like you're attempting to swallow a mammoth, but the short-term and long-term rewards are mouth-watering. McDonald's is a labyrinth of systems, manuals, guides, training, and hierarchical structures. It's a masterclass in systems that fuels its colossal success. Essentially, that's how a franchise operates. Now, I deliberately avoided the F word because it can be unnerving. A franchise is about a deployable system, a roadmap, a strategy. The only way to rake in real money from a business, not a job, is to treat it like a business, like a franchise. It helps unearth the efficiencies essential for your personal wealth or for selling it to a prospective buyer. Without these elements, you're trapped in a job, staring at the bleak horizon of option one. 
So in true fast food fashion, brimming with infectious optimism, let's cook up a scrumptious takeaway for your business. Imagine you had to, like it's do or die, recruit an absolute novice who had to handle various parts of your business. Break down all the business tasks. Jot down the first five jobs you would delegate to this newcomer. Now you need to fragment those jobs into a comprehensive step-by-step guide detailing how they can accomplish these tasks consistently and efficiently. During this process, you will unearth efficiencies, question the steps, and explore more effective ways to execute these tasks. Jazz it up. Infuse your personal flair. Then take a break, sleep on it, and revisit those steps. And when you're satisfied, hand over the instructions to a friend or a family member and check if they could replicate the output. If they hit a roadblock, tweak the instructions. By methodically dissecting your business, detailing the tasks and molding them so that anyone can execute them, you are engineering a more streamlined, profitable enterprise for today and for a genuine business for the future. It's an investment of time But by dedicating efforts to understand and mould your venture as a business, it's your golden ticket to a legacy of enduring enterprise success for you and your business. So take a leaf out of McDonald's book. Transform your labour of love into a thriving business that benefits both your present self and your future self. By shedding your job-tinted glasses for a business magnifying lens and by transforming your operations into a well-oiled system, You pave the path towards immediate success and secure future. So let's not wind up flipping burgers at McDonald's. Instead, let's flip our mindset, go large on the business acumen and serve up a piping hot plate of success. And let's be more McDonald's. Well, we're at the end of another fun-filled episode of the Annoyingly Optimistic Show. Here's hoping you found your pot of gold at the end of this rainbow, brimming with insight, inspiration and ideas to tackle your business dilemmas with a twinkle in your eye and a spring in your step. If you've enjoyed this episode, pass it on, share the love, leave a review or reach out and see how we can make your business everything you dreamed it would be. And for a weekly dose of optimism, hop on over to worrylessmakemore.co.uk and sign up for my Worry Less newsletter. Until our next adventure, remember to worry less, make more and be brilliant.